Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally, AZ Sunset, Bayfield Brewing Company. <laughs> and today, I am so excited to have on a 36-year-old from Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada. His hockey journey took him to Canada, well, Canada, the USA, Sweden, Germany, England, and Scotland. A second-round draft pick of the Florida Panthers, another Notre Dame hound. And a legend with the Medicine Hat Tigers, where he scored 123 goals. And during that time, made Western Canada under 17 and Team Canada under 18s. With the Sheffield Steelers, was a playoff champion. And with the Brayhead or Glasgow clan, whatever you want to call them. I think he was the captain, but the research team couldn't find it. And he was a second team EIHL All-Star with yours, truly. But there is worry he may make the pod legitimate because he has 20 nhl games between the florida panthers and calgary flames welcome to the podcast stefan meyer thanks wally haven't i don't know if the last time i seen you i might have hacked you behind the fucking legs (laughs) (laughs) you know what yeah we've never been friends before have we (laughs) Uh, not no no i always liked you you know for like a, a smaller you know, a guy that was skated around that kind of looked like a little box. I'll give you a, a lot of credit. You could rip the puck, man. <laughs> um, yeah, we would uh, we would battle. Uh, that's, uh, I guess, how we get it, get into this is how we know each other. And I got that written down here is you probably don't remember. I guess you said you did remember this, but Rochester versus Syracuse. You actually played. I didn't. Um, Schwinnigan versus Helbron. Brayhead versus Cardiff. And former Potters, Levitt, Frank, Saltz, Finner, Carlos, um, Mark Whitfoth. And yeah, that's a lot of stuff how we know each other now. eh? Goes a long, long way. And it's hilarious that you mentioned that. I know actually I mentioned the Syracuse days to start. And we I don't know how you would remember me because I, I never I played. I, no, no, I, I remember you. I, I, man, I got you a lot came of out, you, you dude. You were with Rochester, and your jerseys are pretty nice, right? You got the stars. It looks very nice and American. And you came out with your long, blonde hair, six <laughs> foot two. Um, and you were like a real prospect, and you were playing like big minutes. And I was like, and I had just got out of school, and you were the type of guys that really threatened me. Well, I, I'll admit, when I look back now, like uh, I was a little bit of a wild man back then, loved to fight. But nothing was worse than being having a little bit of toughness and going into that Syracuse arena. I remember wow. coming out on the ice and Kanopka would be waiting on the red line. No bucket. Instantly wanted to fight. You wanted to fight before the game even started. 
right? In the so like, AHL, yeah. In the AHL, and then, oh, so then, of course, you try to dodge him, and then uh, Darcy was running around there. Another Dodging all Potter. these tough yep. guys, trying to fight you over the red line. So I think I think that I'm going to at least dodge a bullet. I'm not going to fight one of these wild men, and I pick a guy by the name of Jeff Suez. I'm sure everybody knows him. And wrong, wrong pick. I remember we were fighting, and he was hitting me so many times. I was starting to – it went black every time he hit me. And I got lucky because when I punched him, his helmet got stuck in, in between my fingers. And I remember repeatedly hitting him over the head with it. And the big boy never even went down. So that's where hitting him with the helmet? Get. It With the helmet, yeah. I remember I got suspended and had to pay for that. And the big boy didn't even go down. That's hilarious. I ended up running to him. It seems like we all ran into each other. Yeah, you know, no, I, in, I lived in the in hotel the with him there, yeah. I, I lived in the hotel uh, in it's Syracuse. It's that exact year. Yeah, well, he he was a bigger shot. You know, I think he got his own room by the end of it, even a nice <laughs> little spread of food, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, um, yeah, that, and then, uh, yeah, we were talking a little bit beforehand, but Al Levy, you guys are tight and grew up together somewhat, I heard, right? Didn't he say that on his pod? You guys know each other from way back. Absolutely. Like, it, uh, right, especially that last year there, like, it goes back to Ryan Finnerty fantastic coach I had a blast with him and we kind of I don't care what anybody says I had a a big hand in recruiting that team that first year that Alex Levitt came you know like uh basically I brought Alex there and uh Marcus Marcus Gotts Gouda and it just seemed like you got to remember him from from Germany he would have been a player he would have played played which, against which one Gotts or what was the other Gotts yeah yeah the, I remember the Swede, yeah the Swede with the big long flow Oh god. Yeah, so uh I brought old Al. Me and Al have a big history with Notre Dame. And uh and we uh, obviously ended up he was in Swift Current. I was in Medicine in the Western Hockey League. And then I got to play with Al. We played in Germany in Schwinnigan. That's right. And then after that we kind of didn't see each other for a while and then Al came over to Scotland and yeah. hell the player. That guy could play. And you know, he, he could really open up the hips, eh, with the duck feet oh there. Oh, God, and it's crazy. I don't know how somebody like him, he, look, he looks like a Russian tourist, right, if you see him. <laughs> like, if you've seen him walking down the street, and nothing against Russians. I love Russians, too. But, uh, you know, Al would be walking with his hair, his Hugo Boss, and flood pants, and white Nikes. And, and uh, for a guy that looked like a Russian tourist, he could play hockey. I'll give him credit. Oh, man, yeah. I see. I, I've, only, I've never really got to know him other than in my shed and uh then like when the people send me their photos for their poster like the one where he's topless in a pool or by a pool like, <laughs> you know like he, he i i just i appreciate other hockey players with similar physiques than myself you know oh yeah i was gonna say you guys definitely on the ice would resemble like this you know the same look both could both could play though you guys well like, we, we, we were, guys we were definitely yeah that definitely power play guys right we were power yeah. play guys yeah yeah he like was a, a centerman all, though all trigger right yeah we we did different different things you know uh, you know different things um okay now i, pol- the- I apologize that i'm having a little bit of wine tonight but it's whatever my wife brings to the house well you don't you don't have to apologize it, it's only the name two ales and hockey tails you can drink whatever you want <laughs> well, don't i don't worry i'll I'll drink it all. I'm a hillbilly from Saskatchewan. Graduated with 
I think I had eight or 10 kids in my class. So I guess I can do whatever the hell I want. Eight or 10 <laughs> in your class. You betcha. 300 people. 300 people. Ne never had artificial ice growing up. Never got to start playing hockey till about December. until it got cold enough. True story. You mean artificial ice is in like, in an well, arena? I guess some of you don't realize that like artificial ice. I'm thinking like the shit Hendo's got in Cardiff where it's like plastic ice. You're talking like an actual <laughs> arena. I'm talking like if I wanted to skate, I had to wait. Like for with the compressors, to... like you didn't even have compressors out there. No, I had to I... wait for water to freeze, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I started right until I was about 14. Really? Guy, yeah. I had a guy come up to my dad. My, my old man was just a hard working, uh, you know, farm boy out in Saskatchewan. I probably, I never even would have played if I didn't have a, uh, a fella from down there. I'll be like, man, you got to get that kid going somewhere. Because if not, that definitely it would have been just still on waiting on for December to start skating, you know, in 36. Uh, when, see, when I got out of college and I see guys like you um, and I'm like, wow, like they're so big and strong and fast. And then I'm like, these guys must have been prospects from the time they were five or six. You're telling me you didn't even have ice. Oh, man. All I did, I, no, I didn't play hockey at all in the summer. I had to work. All we did was shovel grain, pick rocks. It was well, still, and that's what I, it's funny how the world makes a full 360. That's what I'm doing now. That's what all I, I was just going to bring up is where and what are you doing now? You should see the big equipment that we run now. I'm yeah, looking at, I saw your Instagram. What are you, what are you doing here? Well, what I'm, are you into? Dab I'm, I'm dabbling into everything that I, I I married into the, the oil and gas industry. So now you should see some of the equipment that we have, just big, big trucks that we, we truck all over, especially over Saskatchewan, Alberta, BC. And we haul all a bunch of sand for these big, big jobs. And we have these big pressure units, farmer for life, run these combines. My little guy, actually, it's hilarious that you asked that he had this year. I run a really, really big one of this exact machine. Is that the thresher? Yeah, that's what we do. We thrash with it. Yeah, we farm. Do you, do you know that the Bayfield Brewing Company, my sponsor, has uh, a beer named the Thresher? I just don't have it in the <laughs> fridge right now. Oh, it's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant, and and then, hundred percent. You can thank me for that beer, that that great beer that you guys drink. For guys like me who are working eighteen hours a day to make sure that all you fellas can have a hell of a brewski late at night oh. after your kids and wife force you into the shed. <laughs> you played in the nhl and you're working 18 hours a day absolutely it doesn't end on top of farming on top of the oil and gas i do you remember a fellow by the name of willie desjardin head willie coach desjardin. Uh, yeah play he didn't he head, coach the canucks head coach of the canucks good Dallas mustache Stars, olympian the, uh, good good mustache right the big big mustache yeah you betcha so he was my junior coach for the tigers um he's now back general manager and coach for the medicine tigers western hockey league go tigers um he's got an academy in town and i do skill I, a lot of skill work too and surprisingly for what i look like i can still move and uh, i'm getting to work with some really, what do you mean really what you look players. like yeah you know that's that's awesome it's great you're uh giving back the game but what do you mean what you look like now like i see the biceps like you're you're <laughs> fit you're fit uh Maybe it's just what it's crazy. I hated the, players the like you. Do you know, I hated players like you. The fucking six foot two, six foot three, fucking tall blonde guys. You guys drove me nuts. 
<laughs> Second round draft picks? Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're making You're... me feel good. Maybe I should grow that blonde slow black oh, back out. You. you look great, man. I can't believe I'm being so nice to you. I've never been nice to you before. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, man. We're over it. We're old. Yeah. We're retired. Yeah, it's, you're right. You're right. All we have to, you know, like the highlight of our day is is watching our kids get up and punch us in the nuts to say good morning. Like, <laughs> no, actually, it's it's coming to the shed at night. <laughs> <laughs> coming to the shed, locking the door. <laughs> um, okay, well, I got to give my exciting news near the start of the show, in case anybody wants to shut her down early and gets bored of us, right? Is um, this fella, Sean Collins, reached out to me, and uh, he's a Cardiff Devils fan. And he just offered to help me because he's like, the podcast is getting big and I'd like to help. Well, this fella is maintaining and built a website for me, uh, free of charge, a volunteer, just like Lee, that makes all the posters. Shout out to both of you. You guys are the best. And uh, part of the, all these people that have helped this happen. Now we got a website. It's called, or it's www.aleshockeytales.com. That's aleshockeytales.com. And you know what? I rem- I'll remember shit for the rest of my life. And Stefan, you may be the pod that I'll remember forever. Because if people go there, they could tip the podcast. And that would officially mean I make money drinking beers with my friends. That is, is that what actually is going on here? Is that my podcast gets to be the day where you make it big? It, as a not 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 make it big that in my heart might explode if i actually get a tip and somebody's like i appreciate what you're doing here's five bucks i'd be like holy shit thank you so much well you're doing a hell of a job like i saw obviously before we even talked i i seen it popping up and i started to see the guys that you were getting on there you know like and it's all, you know, it's all it, about the the, the the people right Absolutely. And, you know, I can tell from just your personality and what you're about that it's going to be, it's, it's going to go really, really good for you. Like, uh, I'm tuned in. Uh, well, thank I'm, you. No, but like, it's it, hearing some of the feedback, it's like really kind of like surreal, but like the whole thing is just, I don't know. The whole thing's ma- so messed up. It actually kind of makes sense, but I love this shit and I'll keep doing it, whether people tip me or not, but it'd be really cool if they did. <laughs> you got, you got to start getting some stuff flying, some colors flying in that shed. If you're going to start, you know, right, start making yeah. it big May, like, put now. like posters up on my ceiling in the shed. Yeah, exactly. Like a Saskatchewan rough riders flag <laughs> or a Pilsner flag or something. I don't right, know. We'll yeah. Get, yeah. I'll get you something. I promise. Okay. Well, yeah, either way, I, whatever, whatever happens, happens. I just like when it all just kind of plays out. It's really fun, but thank you to Sean. And uh, I guess his company's funk off uk.com. So check him out. Cause he built an incredible website, which is hockey ales, And it's, it's slick, man. I actually, I, you know what? I was pretty horned up when I looked at her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on um you got kids what do you got Got a little girl she's scottish my daughter goldie was born over in glasgow cool and uh she's an angel she's an absolute angel she parents me now a lot of days she's kind of like dad you shouldn't be doing that and uh, i got a little boy navy and uh this guy i don't know what to say about this guy i love him to death uh, i'm a little bit he? worried How, well he's three okay. and uh 
I'm a little bit worried where this is going. You know, like I, I told you this before, um, he's on a little bit of a soap diet right now because uh, he's, he, he, I don't understand. Well, I know where he's getting these words from because his dad needs to learn how to shut his mouth, but uh, he's saying a lot of, a lot of shit when he shouldn't be saying a lot of shit. Right. Yeah. Things that start with out. the F word, the F letter. Yeah. Absolutely. But he's right. starting to pick up, he's starting to pick up on, on shit that I don't even, I can't believe he picked up on, you know, like not well, too long, not too long ago, my wife shaved his hair off. I don't know why she did that. And, and the hair, uh, hair fell on the floor. And I said, well, what happened to your hair? And uh, he told everybody that, uh, that uh, his grandpa put it on his nuts. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> calls him fuzzy nuts. Here, that's all grandpa's nuts. It's like, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know where he gets that from. So now the, everybody we know thinks that grandpa's got Navy's hair on his nuts. So that's what kind of shit we're dealing they with. They must be really hairy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are now, yeah. <laughs> well, shout out to grandpa and his hairy nuts. <laughs> yeah. If he, yeah, well, we'll get him on there. We'll, we'll find out what kind of weirdo puts on kids' nuts on his nuts. <laughs> Hair yeah. on his nuts. <laughs> Good gosh. Okay. Um, where are we at here? I don't. Okay. Yeah. Here, I got everyone say say. Sahara. Who's who's Boy. here? Oh, hi. How are you? Where are you? Where were you born? Scotland. Oh, nice. What's your name? Scottish last. What's your name? Goldie. Well, nice to meet you. Smile. She's a hockey player now. Your dad was a bit of um a meanie on the ice when we played against each other. He was mean. <laughs> I wasn't that mean. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Nice meeting you. We'll so, keep the other we'll keep the other guy locked up up there or else. Really? I kind of yeah. want to meet this Navy yeah. fella, but you know what? <laughs> if he gets down here, that'd be great. But if not, that's fine. Um, okay. Minor hockey and medicine hat to why do you go to Notre Dame with Al Levy? Well, sorry, what, hold on. I want to know about Medicine Hat. That's the only guy. What, like, I thought you were from Medicine Hat. Why is there only 300 people? Well, okay, okay. So here it goes. So I'm from Medicine Hat because that's the only, that's the nearest hospital to right. where, I, where I'm born, right? So born and raised Fox Valley, Saskatchewan. My parents still farm out there to this day. Um, but when I'm, when, when I was born, obviously you need a hospital, can't be born in the barn, can't be born at home. So that up to the hat. So when they initially say, where are you born? Medicine hat is just, how uh, far is that? one hour. So right now, currently I'm in medicine hat. That's where Riverside. That's where my, my home is. Mom and dad are still at the farm out about an hour. I'm in Alberta. They're just over the border in Saskatchewan and that's how that works. So mm. I never did play any minor hockey. I played my junior in medicine at, but uh, I played all my minor hockey out in that small town in Saskatchewan, the place that never had an artificialized. Right. And you got from there to, you go from there to Notre Dame. How do you get out of there? Well, what, ha what happens is, is that luckily we had, there was a fella um, by the name of Stan Olson. He ran a uh, hockey program in the summer. And uh, he, he called my, my dad one day and said, listen, like your kid's actually pretty good. Um, and if you want to, you know, if, if, he's, if you're serious about him, maybe going on to play some better hockey, 
you're going to have to. Oh, yeah, you just shut. There you go. You're back. There we go. You're, you're going to have to move this kid on um, somehow, somewhere. And uh, it's pretty tough to go play in different minor hockey systems and stuff like that without actually moving the kid with all the rules and regulations, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, packed up, a fellow by the name of Braden Colburn. I know everybody probably knows who he is too. Another yeah. small town guy from just down the road. He was is that in the right? Same, yeah, he was in the same, uh, same ball game as me. And we went, went on to Notre Dame and, uh, and the rest was history. First, so, first year, so the two of you went together? Went together. First year we were roommates, one and two in the Bantam draft. He went to Portland. I went to my hometown medicine hat. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And you're just yeah, and two I, farm boys from middle of nowhere. Absolutely. Yeah, just it's crazy. He, he went on to play a lot more and make a lot more money. Actually, I just had a Stanley Cup party here um, this summer. It was quite a riot out in Saskatchewan. He brought it home. And uh, that'd be fun. That's, yeah. So that's how that that's how it works. That's how it worked out. Had had to go play. Other than that, probably so is that, so you go that. you go straight from Saskatchewan then to um, to uh, the school right Notre Dame. So you straight leave. to the school. Yeah, I play. Yeah. I play and that's your first time playing in like real arena. So you, you don't did you play other towns? Like you're driving to artificial ice. No. Yeah, but went from it was house league hockey to all of a sudden boom being a triple A player right. Right. Go you from must, you must have been running a mocking hot house league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey? God, luckily, your blonde hair would have been out. flowing out the back and you would have just been buzzing around making plays. I don't I don't think I had uh, I don't think I had any long hair until I left the farm. I don't think I ever seen anybody have long hair before really until I left. Wow. So the, once the, I once I got out of the once in the I got AHL, of, you looked like a hockey player, man. In the AHL, it was, you that, it was down to here. It oh, was down in here. I, re I remember you. And like when I saw guys like you, I was like, wow, um, you guys were like, you guys intimidated me. Oh, here he is. Hey, Navy, how are you? Hey, John. Your Say dad. hey, Wally. Give him a thumbs up. Hey, hey, thanks, buddy. You haven't got any soap in your mouth lately, have you? You got soap? No. Maybe he has soap in his belly. <laughs> hey, see you later. Here we go. <laughs> See you later. Nice oh, he's on you, his man. best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, so you're right. In the, a, you're right in the middle of the house. He's already eh? got an extra large helmet. He's only three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he skating? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. We had to put his skates on there. We got a. We okay. See ya. Go see mom. <laughs> okay, sit right there. I had to put an ice cream pail in his head. Calmet didn't fit him. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So where are you? You're right in the middle of the house, right in the kitchen. Eh? You yeah, don't I can't have a shed. Yeah, I, you don't have I can't. A shed. If I if I go if I go down into the basement there. Wi-Fi will um, struggle. The Wi-Fi, yeah, just because the way it's going. And can't have I'm that. Unfortunately, two hours behind you. Right. So hey, uh, this is real life, folks. Get this is real it. life. It's, yeah. if, if you if you want Stefan Meyer, you get the kids too. That's the exactly. Rule. Tell, and if, yeah, if, if I tell want, your friends that. <laughs> if I want middle-aged men in my shed, the kids come with them, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, hey, yeah, don't worry. I'll I'll have a we'll have a couple drinks and they they'll see it. And when the old man says it's bedtime, it's it's time to go to bed, right? So do they they listen to you? No, absolutely not. Well, she does. 
he he doesn't like it's exactly. pretty soon once we lock him in his room it's going to sound like a orangutan in there so <laughs> Is that we'll right? it's kind it of the opposite yeah. for me like my son's like got... yeah. oh dear um no but like my son will listen and whatnot but my daughter she just is doing her own thing and it's look out girl scouts <laughs> you got polar opposite going on eh? i guess oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah okay moving on we better get into this so you go to notre dame um what's that experience like then find moving away from home and being a big boy and like growing hair on your nuts huh yeah, pretty fucking scary i'm not gonna yeah. lie you know like especially you've been in a small town the only the only thing that made it you know easy transition for me is that that town that i went to is just as small as the town that i was in the right? Notre Dame one is? Notre Dame, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wilcox, I'm sure it's called the Hockey Factory. Over the years, people probably know a little bit about it. There's been a lot of really good players come out of there. Um, but uh, I, I don't know how a guy like Al Levy did. You know, big city boy there from Edmonton comes down there, and now he's being a Russian tourist in a small town, <laughs> Saskatchewan. <laughs> Everybody's probably like, what? You let the Russian in here. <laughs> Then he starts opening up the can, open up the yeah. hips around the deck. Yeah, he's come going down Main Street, just heel to heel, <laughs> just Dang. through the pylons. Eh? <laughs> uh, oh gosh, where are we here? Okay, so yeah, that would have been scary, eh? Moving away to Notre Dame. So then, um, yeah, that happens. You do it, um, and then you get. Drafted second overall to your hometown, so that's cool. I, or not hometown, whatever. Well, it closest is, so it's, one. It's, yeah, it's I'm, your hometown team. Grew, grew up dead. The only team I knew as a kid, diehard Tiger fan. Diehard. Right. Right. Medicine Hat now Tigers. I'm, now I'm playing. Now I'm playing for the hometown team. Second overall pick. Yeah, yeah, and I, I play. So how long were you? Hold on. How long were you at a real school playing real hockey before you drafted second overall? First year, year I get there, don't even know what this draft is. Not a, is that not right? I thought you prospects were like prospects right from the start. No, not no. You're 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 look. I you learn. I learned as I go. You know what? You know what? My downfall is you're not probably, a city boy. Gosh, I didn't know. It. I didn't know enough early. If I look back at my career, I think I probably even would have played more if, if I would have got it a little earlier. But how do you like? I show up wearing a John Deere hat and knee-high socks like instantly somebody's gonna be like who the hell is who drafted this guy you know <laughs> never won any fitness tests but the tire flip like <laughs> oh you're just a far boy i love it but that's that's how you end up on the pod is because you're just like my cup of tea that's like the the fellas i grew up around but uh i think, I think you and out. i think you and i get along pretty good well we sure never used to <laughs> <laughs> You probably still feel that slash in the back of the knees, don't uh, you? you and Whenever snow starts when, to fly. When you and Al were on the same team, like you'd be giving her being a meanie weenie, and then he <laughs> would be running the power play and doing his thing, and then <laughs> if you pushed him, he would flop and die. In <laughs> Germany, you'd get a penalty, and you'd just lose your marbles, and then... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you did it that long there. It was like a yard sale. A guy like me couldn't play there. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't do well there because it seemed like somebody would bounce off me and then it'd 
be a yard sale. There'd be shit everywhere. You were too, you were too big and strong for that league. Um, you would have gotten penalties for doing nothing, really. <laughs> right? Yeah, I I love the I love the beer, and uh, it's great that every team's sponsored by a beer company, and the dress room never went never went dry ever. No, you're right. Some, it, good culture. That's some good beer. What's my favorite beer there? If I go, if I ever went back there, Hellas, August Augustiner. Oh. Yeah, the Saint Augustine or whatever. In right? a crate, right? Yeah, with the oh. and it's a green label with a gal yeah. on it, I think. Yeah, I yeah, best beer actually, one of the best beers I ever had. No, you're right. Twelve euro for a other than the Bainfield Brewing Company. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I want to. I was uh, before I forget. I we got three breweries in Medicine Hat here, fantastic breweries. So I gotta send you. I'll send you some of Medicine Hat's finest down there. And then uh, you send me some of that. You send me some of the boys' beer. We'll make a trade, a gentleman's trade. Is that a I'm, deal? I'm totally into it. That sounds okay. lovely. I yeah. got to taste what you're drinking over there because it sounds fantastic. It might be one of my new favorites. Oh, dear. Yeah. No, there's there's a, like, I'd say half a dozen different kinds that I like from Bayfield Brewing Company. And it's, yeah, it's it's. What kind of shirt do you got on right now? This is my two ales and hockey tails shirt. Buddy. You selling merchandise too? I might have to well, pick not, that up too. Well, I don't have any because I, I like I I didn't really invest in this. Someone paid me way back when to to be a sponsor, and I turned those into hats and shirts. And then we sold those, and then I don't have anything left anymore. But I would love to make more, and whether I even give them out, I, I don't really have to sell them. But if people tip me, I'll get the shit made, and we'll get it out there, right? Well, not even that. You know, now once you get your the website up, you start start a merchandise there. Right. And, and by, uh, yeah. So if people start tipping, then I can make stuff, and then we can start selling that, and then who knows where this could go, right? Absolutely. It looks like you're, I think you're, you're starting something good. I don't, yeah, who knows, yeah. right? Like I, I, I do know I did wind sprints up and down the road the night or the day I thought of it uh, after walking the dog. And I was like, I was listening to one and it was all like NHL superstars. And I was like, this isn't quite what I'm looking for. This isn't what <laughs> I did. I, I wasn't really, once I was in Europe, I didn't watch the NHL, right? Like I didn't even Never watch time, it because time frame, right? Well, it was the different time frame, and then you see other guys. You know that you're like, is yeah. he really that much better than me? But he's making millions, and you're like, you know what? I I'm in Europe now. I care about this, and I cared about what leagues and what was going on over there. I didn't give a shit about the NHL, and I yeah, I didn't even know it had started this year. <laughs> I was still I was exact same, exact same. But you worried about you know what what you could control and what your life was about now. And what was going on there? It, it does. It's give, not about that you're you're past that now, right? Yeah, yeah I was over. On. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I thought of it. But I did wind sprints that day. Once I thought of it, and like my heart kind of jumped or whatever for the first time, and I was, I like ran up and down my road, and I haven't ran since. But it, it was, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna do this. I can't believe I'm gonna do this. I've never put myself out there like this, and um, I really can't talk in front of people but it's weird i can talk in my shed because i tried to do like the first meeting with my new minor hockey team and i like couldn't even talk in front of a group of parents and i was like, <laughs> I was like i'm talking in front of like how many people and but um it doesn't feel like, like that. you're doing a, you, should, you know you're doing a fantastic job it's like you're a radio personality almost with the way your voice is it's unbelievable oh, oh well some people called me like a stripper 
Yeah, I'd pay. I'd I'd pay money for you as a stripper. Absolutely. Well, yeah, just tip (laughs) tip at... uh, why don't you tip at www.alehockeytails.com, folks? If you enjoy the entertainment tonight, and tonight we have Stefan Meyer on stage, and ladies and gentlemen. Oh, you are, yeah, you are the DJ at the strip club. That's exactly I, what that's you are. who I am, yeah. and I'm looking yeah. for tips. So you don't actually tip the stripper, you tip the DJ, yeah. right? Yeah. Is that how this works? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Okay. Well, don't forget to to tip your DJ. Okay, moving on. (laughs) That's funny stuff. Gosh, need to have more beer here. We fall right in the pocket. Okay. The pocket's uh, a real thing. It really is. That's Jim Leahy. Medicine Hat Tigers. You'd get drafted second overall, but you then just run amok like you're back in house league with no artificial ice, eh? Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you had three years with thirty-four to thirty-six goals, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a long I was blonde a good, hair. Long. I was a good. Hair. Yeah, that's where it started. How it tall started. are you at that point? I don't know. That's it's it's way it's way 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 back. I probably haven't didn't even grow since then. Oh, you know, like, really? I was, you must have just been a goddamn machine. They must. The I scouts good, would have been just cocked in the stands. <laughs> I was a good junior hockey player. That's one thing that's uh, that I wish that I could have maybe carried on to a little bit more as I went pro. But like, uh, you know, my, my first year get the feet wet a little bit. My head coach at the time was a guy by the name of Bob Lauchs, who was actually a, a stampede wrestler. And uh, we had a little bit different of philosophy, young guy you know, I struggled to fit in a little bit, just as learning. And then, uh, had to a, a coach by the name of Bob Lopes, his name is, was tough. Oh, we had di- guys like Derek wrestler Buda. and you're, cause I'm just thinking of Darcy Vero out from Saskatchewan and he talked about a stampede wrestler too, but in his, part, I wouldn't but, doubt it if we were, were, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. If but he, I think he was talking after. about a stampede wrestler and like the whoople down South. So, <laughs> It's probably all it's he Darcy's a small town Saskatchewan boy. It seems like you probably attract just weird that the two of you are talking about stampede wrestling, but um maybe that's what you folks are into out there. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. If I wasn't a hockey player, I probably would have been a wrestler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That or a truck driver, one of the two. Well, I am a truck driver. (laughs) Oh, and a thresher. Yeah, yeah. If anybody needs, uh, just remember that every time you have in your fancy malt malted beer that I malt, somebody malted that and then thrashed it and went to a place near you. So what exactly happens there? Tell me about it. What what happens? Well, so we we grow the hops or wheat or whatever, right? Yeah, for we grow barley. Like we're we barley. grow barley at our farm there. And if you get real lucky and have a lot of rain and and the weather's right, you're lucky to have your your barley malt and now it's worth a lot of money so now you got to get it to market and that's you sorry know, your barley malts what what does that mean you betcha once it malts it's, it, that's where it goes in all the fancy stuff but what Anywhere does that mean see? do you know it's just it's it's the how most do you know pure, if it happens you actually have you have to get it tested sometimes you just see it and you're like i feel like it's malted you know it just the conditions are right 
And if it did, you're in the money, right? Is so, that right? Yeah. I kind of yeah. feel like my shed is almost malted. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's getting it's getting close. The shed. <laughs> you just want it to malt so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for uh, explaining that because I didn't get how. So well, now you, then now it you malts. So then you thresh it, which. What is that machine doing? It's a big thing, and I wish I had a thresher beer with it me. It just takes right everything and breaks it up and then gets the kernels that are in the heads, and it puts it, you know, in the hopper in the top, and then you obviously send it, you truck it. You so put it's the it same as, like, when they cut down the corn, ago. and, like, it just breaks up the corn, and then it's all corn, in, right? Exact same thing. Corn stands insanely high. A good malted barley crop would be... I don't know, four feet high compared to, I can't imagine what those stocks are. I don't know much about, about corn, but I, I know. Oh, you just need high. knee high by July. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. All right. We better get into hockey again. <laughs> uh, sugar and spice. So you played for, you made Western Canada under 17 how'd you do there good i think i might even beat uh getzlaff in scoring that tournament my line mate was ryan getzlaff and uh, a guy by the name of chad claus and we had a really good tournament i don't even know how i remember this but oh um, you will when you get into the shed just get right in the yeah. pocket and it starts bringing yeah. back things so you're telling me you're in what like your third year hockey and you're playing with getzlaff on team western third, Canada. third third year real hockey third, third year, year real hockey so you're telling like, me i don't i don't have to feel bad did, about yeah. not sending my kid to triple a this year no i didn't i didn't didn't uh i didn't play i got went out of i left house league hockey at four, 14 was my first yeah. year oh thank you you're making me feel great about yeah. myself thank you um it's awesome Lo i i love this That's, story it's for yeah. real it's for real thing I, i'm a firm believer that if you if you do it the right way and you at least you keep their mentality like grow them up right that if they're a good player they'll somebody will find them right yeah well and you might have you might have to send them away around you know that age you might might have quite a culture shock yeah but it, if might, you have, it, it might hurt the parents too <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like, you know might, like we talked to all the players on here we've never talked to the yeah. parents where they're like yeah, you know, we sent uh, little Johnny away to uh, Notre Dame Hounds at uh, 14, you know, not sure if he had pubic hair yet. <laughs> oh, God, well, you can stick that on anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, right, on, on to grandpa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, um, so did you guys almost win it at Medicine Hat? I saw one year yeah, you played. 19. We did. We won the whole league. Like we, you should have seen this team we had. Um, I didn't look at it. Uh, man, we won the whole league. Western Hockey League champions. Didn't win Memorial Cup. Honestly, a goal um, on record with this. Should have won. You know what? You, I, you were in the Memorial Cup. So how, like, that's what, a round robin? It's yeah, a weird that's, the, that's the biggest trophy in, in Tier 1 Junior in Canada. Yeah, it's no, the biggest, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, and, uh, I've we, watched yeah, we, it every year. So we win the whole Western Hockey League. We win the championship. We go and do it out to Kelowna, and it's the best teams out of Quebec, Ontario, and uh, the WHL, and and then there's a host. And uh, we got guys like, uh, who the heck do we got? Clark MacArthur, Chris Russell, Cam Barker, 
Darren Reed. Uh, I think we had six 80 point guys and uh, Ryan Holwig. And uh, I don't, I, I honestly think we, we look back at it now and when I've talked about this, even with Willie, it's, uh, I think if we didn't party as hard as we did, we probably would have won. But you win the league and then. Well, and that's the, you know yeah, I mean? right? You're junior kids and you win the, the yeah. WHL. You, you gotta let your hair down. Yeah, that team was built on hair down. That's why we, we won. We were better. And like a lot of times, there was a lot of guys on that team that when it was, when it was put on a table, it didn't matter if we were down six goals, we were winning that night, right? And, uh, and there's, ga- era, there's gamers out time. there, right? Yeah, oh, different era, we different had time. Gamers. gamers. We had big gamers. And uh, different era, different time. You can't do that now. Not not a chance you can do that now, but then you could. And uh, yeah, that era is, is was, that was a hell of a hell of a time. But, you, you know, like that was tough, hard hockey. Oh, and, uh, it just it, it yeah like the whl back then would have been tough hard hockey and you guys won it though and like back then is it not winning the league like you get rings and everything don't you oh yeah if uh if the somehow the battery in my safe never got absolutely screwed up and i can't get in it i would have pulled it out it's massive yeah. and uh it's my hometown team they they were they were they were weak for a ton of years, and then all of a sudden we came. This town was insane. Like I I, I walked down the street, and they'll still talk about it. People remember. People. Oh, remember you must be a days. goddamn legend around there. I live and breathe this city, and any I've given a lot of my time to it, and I'm I'm treated very very well, absolutely, and I'm giving back to it within the community now in the hockey circle. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. No, that's. When, uh, yeah, so it's like when I talked to the agent, David Amonti, and he was like, you know, you never know which players are going to touch which regions. And he's like, you know, some people become something wherever. He's like, you were obviously something to that city and you're living there now. That's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, what are you uh, doing with your finger there? You get that thing hey, away from there. You I'm, back I'm, off. I'm, a, I'm a little bit worried because obviously I'm not good with electronics, which I told you. The first time the full the full blinks is it off, gonna die? Well, I got a plug in right beside me. We might have to change the angle that you look at me though. Oh boy. Okay. We bet well, let's keep moving here because we haven't got very far. <laughs> um yeah, you you look at play- me at a different angle. Just wait, I'll plug you in. You look good from any angle. Okay, keep talking though. So you actually made Team Canada, though, not just Western Canada, you made Canada. That's got to be a big deal, no? Well, it's coming out of where I came from. It's pretty, pretty exciting, right? I was just got to play. Fourth, fourth year of hockey, you're playing for Team Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, we had I had some really good years, young, and it was I played with some really good players that brought me along. Did you play and, baseball uh, growing up too? I, everything. That's what I played in the summer. I didn't play hockey in the summer. Oh, yeah. You didn't play till December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once hockey season was over, the gear was gone and we were doing something else. Right. And uh, basically, it was definitely, it was baseball. That's what we did in the summertime. Um, you know what I, 
just was thinking is like when I saw you and I got out of college and I see like you were playing like top two line, like center fighting guys. You got the long blonde hair, you're tall, you're in shape. And I was like, I have, I had you so wrong as a person. You, what, were, you thought you thought I was a pretty boy. I did. Yeah. With the long blonde hair, but you were <laughs> gritty, right? You were too gritty to be a, like a real city, like, that's hey, that's how I fooled people though, right? It was just you looked big, like it, it but you didn't hope. play like it. I know that. <laughs> yeah, it was a maybe it was it the was Rochester Americans jerseys, though. It was the stars, like they were good looking jerseys, right? And with your yeah, long they, blonde they were hair, it like just that. worked, it worked for you. Yep, it worked. You remember those days too? No American hockey didn't have to wear you didn't have to wear a visor and not that everybody's just black guys are picking i remember break first time i broke my nose in the minors i was on the bench i was sitting there and somebody finished their check in front of the bench and a stick came by to flatten my nose out that's when you know it's like oh man <laughs> oh i remember the first time i broke my nose um it was in dayton the coach was preaching stick on puck stick on puck all over the ice and i was right into it and like he was talking all over the ice so this guy goes to rim the puck in his own end and i go stick on puck in the offensive zone and it ramps up my stick and it's a full clapper like trying to ice it and (laughs) there is blood everywhere then we get in the locker room and before they snap it like back in place or whatever i'm like can i at least see it and he's like yeah sure go ahead i go into the bathroom and my nose was like literally like smelling my ear (laughs) are those those in the peter uh bro days bro days was he the trainer there I uh, no, it no. was a guy that used to play basketball for like Syracuse in NCAA, but um, we were playing in Trenton when that happened and I'll never forget. It was so how's messed it, up. But then they, they, no, it's not now. that bad, but like they snap it back and like literally five minutes later, I looked almost somewhat normal and it was just like one crack and it was back. It was fucked. Yeah, but now it's just a little cold weather now and you probably fucking can't breathe out of it now that you're old, right? I like Gary. Know, man. My, my body's screaming from a few spots. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm wounded. I'm absolutely wounded. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I've got some issues. You know, you want to know the best part about it? And people, people ask that all the time. Is that, uh, you know, like, oh, well, hockey, the injury is blah, blah. It's like, I carry him with pride, man. I wake up some days and my, I had knees, my back, my face wake up every day. I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember that one. Fuck. It was a good time. Oh, right. And, yeah. And I, <laughs> the, the foam rolling and all that to like feel better for every game. Like I kind of enjoyed being in pain during the season. That's when I knew I was in a season, you know, that's when, you know, you were doing, you were actually, if you, if you felt if you're that not way, hurt after you're, a game, you're not trying hard enough, right? You're not in the fight, right? If you're I'm not, not actually two-handing you, then you weren't in my way, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wish I could have remembered what you said. It was something smart ass to. I said something yeah. to you? Yeah, I think you might have said something. That, but what league was that, this that, in? That was in Cardiff, I remember it. It was in that little rink. Oh, and there was nowhere to hide there. Like nowhere. In the he, yeah, and you would have been hiding from me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably by then, because I didn't even want to even get. By then, it's like I, 
I don't feel like limping out of here, but you, you limped out of there all the time. We had some good, we had some good battles in there. We had some really good battles in there. Yeah, the big blue tent. Well, then we had a tough team. We had a lot of big boys, and so did you guys. You guys had Fitzy Salts. Like man, there was some big boys yeah. when. Oh, and Frank the Tank. That Frank boy, the Tank. That boy oh, we were, we were me a couple mean. times. I felt so sorry for we'd come in. Uh, those guys. Oh man, Fitz, Fitzy was tough. That especially in those years, I remember in uh, in Glasgow. It's like he had. Fuck, it was like he had cement hands. Every time, everybody punched went down. Frankie was the same. You loved for, those guys were great teammates. And then if those you guys still, ever tried to fight me, I would uh, get so beat up. <laughs> and then you stole my boy's salt. I'm still pissed off about that. That, oh. that, that he, I could tell you salt stories. I'm sure he probably told you a couple. But. Hopefully, I'm sure, I'm know. sure, you know, there was probably even not just the players that were upset that um, Salts was stolen, but some of the wives that enjoyed looking at him at when they went to the <laughs> rink, right? Yeah, just a, just a big, you want to talk about, he, I'm half the size of that guy and he's got long hair, that guy, Greek God, eh? Oh God. But hopefully like, he's probably going to listen to this and then be parking. But yeah, he's, Salts is ugly as shit, but he had good hair, right? <laughs> Is that what we're saying? I actually, <laughs> well, like he's going to listen to this, right? So I got it. I don't even care. I say nice things to people on my podcast. Yeah. He is the best looking per- man oh, I've ever met. God. Yeah. He was yeah. a hell of a, he was a hell of a line. We had a hell of a line. Like I was the smallest guy on that line. I had Salty was my winger, Matt Keith. Like that was my, actually my captain. I wasn't the captain. Keith was my captain. And uh, Matt oh, we Keith, just rolled. That's we had, the other guy. Yeah, we just who's Neil Trim? Then I was trying to figure out that was that was he was on another line. Like we were loaded with talent. You, you have you have to get old Keither on here. It'd be really yeah. Good I played against too. him a yeah. few places. Right? Yeah, great player. Like I, he was he was my captain. A lot. He's a hell of a lot older than us. Like fuck, he's old. Like he's old as old balls. That guy definitely got hair in his balls. But uh, between <laughs> between uh, Keith and and Salters, oh, we had a line. We just, we had a blast. Nothing was worth probably playing against this big, but heavy. I'm trying to think. Guy. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think any of you guys are really like playmakers. You're like all big and strong, and you guys must yep. have just been we, cycling we, the fuck out of people, huh? We just willed. We willed pucks in. Like we just willed it in. And you guys were big, bigger, heavy, and heavy, stronger. Like, I think I had 36 goals that one year. Salty was right behind me, and. And uh, we just all we did was just yeah straight line, do the right plays, will it in. And well, uh, Salts and I were supposed to play together in Cardiff when they brought him over. He was supposed to be the big fella that like was around the net for me. And yeah, oh then, yeah. yeah. Then I got hurt right at the start of the season. It just never happened. But I could have just seen it big and little sexy playing together, right? You would have. <laughs> he would have been great. He would have been great for you. But I, yeah, I remember that year you you missed a lot of the year, right? Like you were. I was, you, you yeah. Were yeah, I was what, part. What was that? Your knee? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah now that's yeah. That was the end of her. I would, then I became a pregame speaker and I just watched matches. I was, <laughs> and I was the power play coach. Well, uh, you know what? You know what power plays. So you'd be yeah. good at it. That was. I remember this conversation. It's one of those things you brought back a memory. Was Lordo brought me in? I had been like lost for like six weeks, and he brings me and he goes why were you good at hockey? And I was in between periods and he's a player coach. He's like dressed and he's all free. And he's like, why were you good at hockey? I'm like, 
what? He goes, why were you good at hockey? And I'm like, uh, and then I said, my brain. And he was like, that's a good answer. But no. <laughs> power play. <laughs> like, watch the power play. Tell them what they should do. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then I was the power yeah, play coach. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, I would spray paint myself, do the pregame speech, shower quick, get rinsed off, and then run the power I, play. I, for some reason, I've seen a picture of you. Because you, you, you came back, right? Did you come back? After you retired and come back, yeah, like five least. years later, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they spray, they spray painted you too. I, I did the yeah. same thing. How, how good is that trip coming back and not having to play? Did you get uh, to go back over? I did it twice. I went back. They actually retired. They did the Wall of Fame for me. The a year or two oh, after in Brayhead. In Brayhead, yeah, Brayhead. There, that's at the time when I was with Brayhead Clan, Glasgow Clan. Isn't that an amazing time to get to go back? Oh my and God! Like, that was remember amazing. who you are. Like remember Come back what it, there, yeah. and the whole night is for you, right? Because they they Doesn't hang even your... make sense. Yeah. I I didn't get anything hung or anything. I just got spray painted and ran around naked. But <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back. But no, I'm then... glad they did that for you. <laughs> then the next year, I went back again. I got back to back jacks. Because what? my good friend Matt Matt Haywood had his testimonial. Oh, and he brought, and he brought you back. back too. Yeah, so I went back to back jacks on that, and uh, the, the on the testimonial, Al Levy comes over too, and we absolutely light light that place on fire. Is old, like you had this this hillbilly from Saskatchewan and a Russian tourist, right? <laughs> and now he's he's really Russian tourist because. He really fits. Really fits let hurt, himself right? go a bit, did he? But it's the same way. Al's the same way. He gets on the ice. I don't. He he pulls his skates out, and the bottom of the blades are just rust. Like they they they, they haven't even. And he went out there. and He was the best player ever. And he was yeah, because just... he played well. He knew how to play with his brain, right? Yeah. I, I don't. That guy probably never even had to be in shape in his life because he knew how to play with his brain. And I. I was always envious of guys like yourself and him because it didn't matter you as long as you you knew that your brain was good and where you were going what you could get through the game I had to I had to move my feet right I had to use my body you were given her yeah and Al was Al was the same Al was the same same way he just no nah, but doesn't then matter it, yeah but then it was yeah it's all about like you got to combine her all to really do her right. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Every, yeah, everybody that comes on my podcast has got some kind of a flaw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true, right? Uh, wow. I wish I had a brain. I wish I had. I wish I had wheels. I mean, I wish I had a different body type, but like I've looked at my old man, and I get what the scouts were seeing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chicken, yeah, chicken legs and a, and a and a bit of a belly you know <laughs> like i'm not six foot three my old man wasn't six foot three so why would i be but they're they're saying that they're saying that the new uh the new cool is that uh everybody just a good looking guy is a guy with a dad bod now right so everybody all gotta take that in that's the new if that new is cool then i am right in the pocket just like <laughs> i'm gonna be in the shed <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay better get back to the show um so we yeah we better move on from the whl because we got real sidetracked there <laughs> um jeepers <laughs> creepers so when you're a second round draft pick sorry getting drafted second round 
that must have been a pretty big deal. And like, you know, you're going pretty high if you're going second round. I don't know what any of that's like because I never did any of that. It was right. I went right from graduating with 10 kids. Uh, I think the day after that or the next day or not too long. You have to excuse my so long go straight to the NHL draft. Whole family goes. But you've played real hockey for a few years now. Well, by I've two years Notre Dame and this is my second year junior. So this is my fourth year of really being into it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we go and yeah, I get drafted first day at that time. First, second, third rounds are in the first day. And the second day is four, five, six, seven, whatever rounds are. I get drafted first day. And yeah. party, parties on, right? Like no, everybody. It's such a long shot for that to even happen. Nobody ever thought about it. From the get and where were you? Did you go to the draft or were you? At yeah, the- we went. Yeah, we went where there. Was it? Nashville. Oh dear. Yeah. The only the issue is is that you're I'm 17, 18 years old. I'm like 17 years old, right? And, uh, and it's 21, there, 21 in Nashville, so. so you're just drinking in the hotel rooms. Uh, yeah, I think my family went out and had a blast, but it was such a stressful time for me. Anyways, it was just it was. When I look back now, I wish I would have looked at it a little bit different, like and had a little bit more fun with it. But by then, I'm serious. I, I actually know that I'm somewhat of a player now, right? So, I, I know, it, yeah, be I know stress. My family. Yeah, I got way too stressed out when I got around the NHL. Like I never thought I'd be anywhere near it. I was never like yourself and like was a prospect really until I was like until I came to Syracuse, I guess. But well, I just you never were a big. You were a big, big scorer in college, though. You were a big scorer. Right, yep. And then I went to Syracuse, and I, I never played on the power play one shift. Yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't help. Is this what you do, right? It didn't, it, it didn't matter from what, from what I've seen in my experience. Is that guys like yourself, no matter what, you got to be put in that spot. Well, yeah, we, like, if you're going to bring me there and then put me on the fourth line with the fighters, it's like, well, that's, yeah, it's not what I do. But, hey, I was the coach. I was just there. Yeah, yeah, enjoying absolutely. the ride, doing what they asked me, right? <laughs> I even mixed in a fight too, um, in the <laughs> AHL, chuck some knuckles. Yeah, um, well, you gotta, you gotta just keep. Well, you got if you're playing the role, you gotta do the best oh. you can, right? If you're third, fourth line, let's go, let's mix it up, let's do this thing. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, your first training camp, then, um, what was that like when you first get around the big boys, eh? And you're like. You're just fresh off the farm. It's like your fourth year uh, hockey, and you're like, "Oh, second round pick," and now I'm around. Who who's around in your first? Not round? it's not good. Extremely out of shape. Don't know any better. Like I said, dressed like a me too. <laughs> so that's like what happened to me. Idiot. I had no idea, be, like be about the yeah. being in shape thing. I just didn't know. Found that out quick, but I can gladly say it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I turned I turned around instantly after that it has it almost had to so be exploited. Did exploited embarrassed a little bit right yep. and then uh once you see it then the whole time you get out of there like oh i'm screwed i screwed myself yeah and now i, I gotta myself. do this hazy sunset yeah. yeah i don't have to do that anymore <laughs> no me neither absolutely but you know what and i that's one thing i i now in this day and age is that i i don't miss that. i don't miss the training camp when they grab your gut and they pinch your, you know, your stomach and do the, the fat <laughs> tests and the running and the VO2. And that's one All thing I don't. It. 
And then, yeah. then there were some camps where you're like squatting as much as you can. And you're not, well, maybe not in the WHL, but in college, they like, it was so different. Cause like there wasn't tryouts. You're on the team when you get there. And so they would do yeah. these fitness tests that were just so outrageous that like you could be doing squats where you might actually like pull an asshole. That's probably, that's probably why uh, our back is fucked now at this point because we put all that weight on it and now we're old men and we're trying to get our kids to hockey in the morning and i remember it wasn't back so simple because i squatted the house when i was 19 20 years old right yeah and i didn't know anything about it till i went to the ncaa and then they were like like we squat as heavy as you can and people are like they were screaming and i was like jeepers creepers and then i yeah i was shaking like a leaf but yeah no we learned as we went though, eh, from being, I guess, from the country area, right? Like not being from the cities. You don't know what it's all about. Absolutely. That's only how else are you gonna learn, I guess, get thrown in the fire. That's the way it goes, right? Yeah, that is. So your your rookie year then, you do really well. You get 28 points and uh 139 penalty minutes. So how much are you fighting? Because there's Ross, musics that, out there. Yeah, that year was that was that was a year where I kind of had to. We had such a good team, and the, the shitty part was, I, you know, where I, I felt like it would have went a different way if it didn't happen like this. Is that it was stupid, and I don't know why teams do this. I, I talk about this all the time. We're split with Buffalo. It's Buffalo's team. I'm a young guy, a good promising prospect, and they throw me on a team that has only eight spots for uh, the other team because you're sharing a. American Hockey League team. So in, instantly there's no room for like, not, you know, like I still a measle 28 points out that year, but I would have a lot more if I actually didn't have to, like I had to claw and claw just to get. And that was Florida that. and Buffalo, Buffalo together. Yeah. yeah. And, and that makes no sense at all because like I could hardly get into a lineup when it was just Columbus and Columbus was brutal. Well, and that's, I look back at that. That's when I look back at my career. That was one piss That's off, the biggest that, thing, right? Right that's, there. That, that's the, I was, especially then I come out of junior and I was, that was right. Probably when I was, you know, full of raw skill and good and tough. And then you go do that and you throw And you were willing to do anything. You're young enough yeah, to do I anything to, to win yeah. that game every day. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I think, I think it stalls. I think it stalls your development. And I remember it, I had a guy by the name of Randy Cunningworth and Doug Kuda. These guys were good coaches, but they were, they, and, and I have a ton of respect for them. I learned a shit ton from them, but they were also, they were Buffalo coaches and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're probably going to develop um, Buffalo you know, players, somebody first. from Buffalo rather than a Florida. Well, and, that, right? and you can't really fault them for that because they're no, doing absolutely. their job and they, they got their bosses job. too, yeah. right? And I love these guys. When I look when I look back at guys I played for, I love these guys. And I think I love them because they seen that you know guys that give a shit and they they tried and they 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 brought you along and prepared. Then I wasn't even their players. I was their players that year, but I was I wasn't theor- theoretically even their organization, right? Yeah. But I probably probably would have maybe played on the power play a little bit more. Got to play a little bit more. You That's- got guys like. Jason Pominville, Derek Roy, all these big name guys in the minors. Like you're not playing ahead of these guys. Like they're, they go on to be point per game guys that year when they went up. Yeah. 
that's what you went walked into out of junior. I, I walked into, yeah, it was a complete uh, old guy. Remember Chris Taylor? You, and yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. I do. He was yeah. playing in Germany for a long time. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was he was my captain that year. That's a top line centerman. So now instantly you have like two full lines already full. So right. you don't even you don't stand a chance. But when well, the AHL was so different out. back then, man, I remember when I first got there, which would have been when you're already like kind of like in a step. You were at least a year or two into it, but um, like there were so many older guys in the league, man. It wasn't like even for prospects. It was like let's make the best AHL team we can on every <laughs> team, and they had a whole bunch of old boys, right? Like it wasn't even yeah. young well, guys. You, the- young guys, you couldn't get in the lineup. You got to no, prove made- yourself to get in there. Or they made the veteran high. rule, right? But they never had the veteran rule, I don't think, really back then or whatever it was. But it was a lot. You could have a lot more veterans, right? Like, eventually, well, I think only, only did, like, five could play, but we had like eight on the roster, nine or something. <laughs> and they're like guys that just were healthy every night. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a new rule. Making a that shit year. ton of money, right? <laughs> and they were making a shit ton of money. Yeah. 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 Those were the good old days. It was backwards. It's, games changed, man. Hey, did you sign before the lockout? Did you get a signing bonus? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was Fuck yeah, high five. High stuff. five. Hey, cheers, buddy. <laughs> cheers. That's fucking awesome. You were before the lockout. Good for you. No, so here, I'll, I'll, well, I was, too, I was signing as the lockout was going on. But my year, they, we kind of got grandfathered, got grandfathered in because I was our signing year, right? So, so you could sign what the tickets could have been. Yeah, yeah. We definitely our tickets were definitely better than say I felt sorry for those guys, good, good players, and then they fall into that new that new CBA. And oh man, if they're good, they it ended changed up changed everything, man. That was right when I was in college. It changed yeah. everything. It went everything. from guys leaving college to sign. I know one guy that signed like six hundred fifty thousand US to leave school, just signing bonus. That didn't even have anything to do with his salary. And yeah. then I go have a, a, the junior year I have, and it's a lockout. And then the lockout ends, and it's like there's no more signing bonuses. And you're like, no, just a little, just a little bit to to put some fucking gas in your car, put tires on, and get you to camp, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before people were like buying houses and cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. yeah 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 that's funny you brought you know that what up. it's just you just jump on the ride and go for the ride right <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so you're we're fucking all over the place we can't get through your career we're still in the like that's the story man i i, I kind of have that uh effect on people jeepers <laughs> creepers where are we we're in so you remember some of the fights with Syracuse as what I wrote down. You were talking about Kanopka. That was the second year when I was in Dayton. Oh, like even the first year when I first leave school and like I've been a call. I played for the Elmira Sugar Kings and then I go to Western Michigan where nobody's fighting. And then all of a sudden I show up in the AHL and like I had seen the OHL back in the day when there was fighting and stuff. But like then you got to the OHL and like these people were a whole different thing right oh yeah whole whole different now you like she's fucking on now right like it's, <laughs> it's some of those people on. were so fucking big <laughs> <laughs> like seriously 
I don't even know how to explain it. I don't think anybody will ever understand it. And I don't, you were I, in the mix, though. You were playing top minutes, and you're fighting fucking people. Like, I was just watching this shit from the bench going, holy <laughs> shit, don't put I couldn't even there. make it on the ice, and they'd be standing at, never they'd stand at the red line. The whole, I don't even know if they warmed up. Syracuse had yeah. literally like yeah. six heavyweights, and then I'm oh. playing fourth line with one of them. <laughs> was Sugden there then? Sugden, Scroy, uh, oh, Darcy. Scroy, Darcy yeah. could play. He was yeah, a Darcy's player. a good player too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, there were there was more too. I just can't even think of them. But no, there was. Uh, but even your even your guys like your defensemen too, they were big and neat. I. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to sound like a pussy, but I hated going to Syracuse because it was just like the second I got there, got on I, the ice. I'm I know like, I didn't fit in. <laughs> I do right away. It's like, it's going to be a long day. I bet you if I went back there, I walked in that rink and I looked around, I just get the feeling again, right? Just knowing like tonight's going to be one of those nights. And like I said, I, I had to be, I had to punch Swaz with, with his own helmet to just try not to get knocked out. Like, what kind of fun is that? I look back now, I laugh. I knew he was tough. I didn't know how tough. He's that tough. Eh? Oh, oh, man. Big hands, like, just massive. You get hit with one of those, and it feels like somebody hits you, and feels like the wife took the frying pan to your head <laughs> when she's pissed off. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> next question is... Um, well, I guess your rookie year, you're, you get 28 points, you play 69 games and you're with Florida and your second round pick uh, and you're not even with their own AHL team. Are you kind of pissed yeah. off? You don't get called up at all. I don't know. I, I think possibly that could have warranted probably a call up, but not even close at the end of the day. Like, uh, we had some real older players and some of that who ended up going up same as the next year. My next year, that's probably my weakest years of to start my my pro a uh, little bit slow out the gate, and it was probably better that that happened because by the third year, I put the work in and I'm ready to go. And I end up getting called up sometime in November. Like I think we've only played like ten games, and now I get my first taste of NHL games. Right, so sometimes you gotta put in your time, take the take the heat, realize that you're you're not as good as you think you are and come around again. And, and I had a really good summer after that. Right. Right. Yeah. So you were all jacked up. You're yoked. The kids would say, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You betcha. My, that, that second year pro I had, it was, it was, it wasn't so a what good are you year. doing in the summer? Are you going back to Saskatchewan and living on the farm? Nah, you got like real gotta, trainers. Gotta move away. Yeah. Gotta move away. My agents, uh, he's uh, actually, another small town guy that's out of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. He brings a lot of us in. We train at the university in, in Saskatoon, put in a really good year. That third year I'm ready to play and almost stick it out at the end with like with the big team camp, get sent down 10 games in, I'm up. So finally I can, I'm there, right? You're in the NHL. Yeah. So how did that call happen? You're 10 gate. Where are you? Where are you? You're in Rochester and you get the call. Like where did I remember that? I remember like it's yesterday. I'm, I know you'd remember it. Cause I yeah, absolutely. So uh, the practice, we were in Hershey the night before we end up coming home. Uh, for some reason we practiced that next day. 
and I'm out there and uh, we go into the dressing room. Don't know anything's going on. Go back out to the bench. Think I forgot my stick out there. Whatever I want to grab, I'm going to put away. I'm going to go home. And that's when, you know, you know, that feeling, you just know that there's something going on. Coach comes, come to my office and it's like, fine, it's fucking happened. It's, I think it's happening, right? Then Randy Cunningworth, love the guy to death by then. Now this guy's playing the shit out of me. And, uh, and he's like, not even, he's, he's a Buffalo coach and he's playing the shit out of you. Well, uh, yes, still Buffalo coach playing the shit out of me. It took me two years. And uh, congratulations. And by then, I put two two good years in ups and downs with them. And the guy's happy for me. Congratulations, Mizey. You deserve it. Go up there. And this guy's a longtime NHL player. Like, he knows what, what's this feeling and what's happening. Right? He's probably seen a million players. He's sent a million players up by now. And, uh, of course, Sansley, first thing, call your dad, call the family. And... Uh, Throughout the day goes on. Actually, my uncle owns the bar in, in Fox Valley, right? And at, at the time, later in the day, I'm like, fuck it. Ring up the local bar. I called, let the, let everybody know that I got called up. And he screams, kids called up, blah, blah, they're screaming. Holy <laughs> shit, that's yeah. awesome. True, true story. Yeah, Brent Getz. I remember calling Brent Getz, who was the owner at the time, too. And uh, he just said, yeah, hey, man. Small town. Oh, nobody's yeah. Ever, nobody's oh, ever yeah. come out of there. We all know each other. Heck, we all know each other's birthday for the, God's the, sake. The small, it, well, and the thing is, the smaller the town, the more the people care. Like, if, yeah, someone, from, yeah. if someone from Concord made the NHL, everybody around here would care a lot. And, um, and no, I, that's, I appreciate that story. That's the type of shit I love. Um, fuck, that's cool. Um, <laughs> It's a true story. I wouldn't bullshit you. Just no, like, just like um, the other the thing movie. I was going to yeah. say, though, when I when we were talking there and you mentioned the guy got to tell people he called a lot of people up is like that guy is an AHL coach. If you're a good dude, you know, you could change people's lives so differently than I would say what I went through. But like you can you get to tell people they're getting the call to the NHL, right? Like, how many people in the world get to tell hockey players they're going to the NHL? There, there's a fucking very select few. And then you also have to tell people they're going to the coast. And yep, yep. the way you're doing those things, if you're an actual good person, it can change the way those conversations go drastically, right? If it actually means something to you, like if it means something to that guy that he's calling, you're getting called up and he's groomed you and he's helped you for two years and he actually cared about you. And like after practices, you worked on shit or whatever the, whatever happens, or there's the guys that just don't give a fuck and they don't coach. They just, run the practice and leave and you don't even see them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what, because we've all been on both sides of it. Right. We've yeah. and, uh, at, at the end of the day, I could tell like with, with Kenny, it was the, if he would have been calling me into his office, cause he was going to give me shit, but there was just a different feeling like just about it. Right. 
it was like I could tell he was smiling, you could, but you could see it in his eyes. You could yeah, see it he in was his face. smiling, but he was yeah. playing it off. He's giving the the tough love thing until we got around the corner into the door. And you know how you're <laughs> playing too, right? Like you were playing, I'm playing well. awesome. It's the best hockey I've played in my career in the minors, right? I know, like I'm playing good. The guy's playing the shit out of me, and uh, it can't be something. It's got to be something good. It's kind of crazy how you kind of know. As a player, as we know, if we're playing good or shitty, oh, right? you, you know, can always feel you it. God damn yeah, no. Know. Yeah. So it's just like the stars aligned, right? And uh, obviously, somebody got probably hurt up top there. And uh, the, the next day, it was on, I was playing against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers first game in Florida. And so, so what, was, what, what, what are you playing? Fourth line wing or center? Fourth or line, yeah. Uh, fourth line winger. And like they had good, like good, good players. Uh, um, like my guy would really, really help me. And he, obviously he's not, he's not, uh, he's not around anymore. It was uh, Steve Monador. He was uh, a defenseman and he was playing. This guy was, people didn't realize how good Steve was that he, he played as a defenseman. He was really offensive or he played forward. Right. And uh, this was my centerman. He's playing, playing center, playing the wing or whatever it was. I can't remember. It's been so long ago. And he's but a he natural key man right away national d-man but he's playing forward get there and that's when you realize how good he was this was this was my this was my line mate and this guy like i can heart just a he's a fringe player plays every day in the nhl i can hardly keep up to him and uh this is grabbing me involving me in everything blah 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 and this is my this is my line mate and he was a hell of a player and he helped me a lot especially just be comfortable in that first game right and I'll remember that forever too. Like he was a fantastic guy. He didn't have to, he didn't have to be like that with me, especially, you know, a young guy coming up and you remember those guys, especially as I got older, as guys, as young guys came up to, I tried to be that guy because it's you tell a story, whether you're a coach or a player about guys that were good to you. I mean, you're right. Like it's, uh, there was actually, to be fair, there was a couple of years in Beatingheim where like, I, I kind of lost my, what what i should be doing right and like yeah absolutely uh, I, we've all had that too i've had that too where sometimes i look back i'm like fuck i wish i would have done things the way that right. i know but that then, and it's the kick in the ass right like a not getting invited back to beatingheim and them being like no it's time to move on and then it's like maybe i have to change maybe i'm the you know maybe it's not them maybe it's me and then by yep. the time i got to cardiff i remember thinking at the start of that season Cause I had been through Germany and the team was so divided. It was embarrassing between the imports. And I remember going to Cardiff and being like, you know, I'm going to be friends with every single person I meet. And, um, and it's not going to be about me. It's going to be about everybody. Right. And everybody's yep. going to be together because it's the only way you win teams that are separated do not win it's the only it's it is the only way you can make it work except that that's and separate chop brown ale <laughs> you're right sorry yeah you gotta send me some of those i wanted to open it and i couldn't wait i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey you're allowed to open up whatever you want but you gotta salute it because you're doing a good job <laughs> uh but no yeah you're yeah sorry what, what were we talking about we were talking about just how you have to be a close-knit team yeah to win. to win 
And you can't. I look back now, and it's like you a, can't. When you win, when you look back at some some parties and the way it went, and remind me that when we go back to it, I want to tell you my my when we won the championship. Do it now. You want to hear it now? What championship? This is championship. This is in the EIHL. This is when I'm with Sheffield. So when you remember. You got to go with the flow on the, when you're in the pocket. Go with the, okay, the, the pocket. So we we beat uh, Belfast in overtime at the playoffs. and Playoff finals in Nottingham. Playoff finals in Nottingham, right? So Drew Fata score, scores uh, the winner. And uh, so we win and that party's on. Right? It's great. Wives are on the ice. We don't have kids and beers are gone. The, the Brits... And over there, best teammates I ever had. They're just like us. Like, isn't it weird? Oh, just like no, there no yard sales. Take a puck in the face, nose sideways. Get up, get off. In the hockey world, yeah. Brits don't get nearly enough respect uh, for who they are as people and teammates because yeah. they'll go, they'll do, they'll do way more. I think they'll do more than Canadians at some point. Oh, like, they're yeah, right. Like they, but they're just great teammates, and they're like, "You want me on the fourth line? Fuck it, I'm on the fourth line. Yeah, let's go." <laughs> some of the some of the best teammates I ever had. You're far not far not. So we win this. We win this game, and. Uh, we have our starting goalie Frank Doyle, fantastic that game. We had a we had to back up at the time. He got hurt, so we bring in this this other guy. And uh, anybody that's listening from over there, uh, we're gonna call him. Everybody knew as the Yak. I don't know if you heard of a Yak story at all, right? So I love this guy. He was my true supplier. Don't do that now. My whole life grew up with that stuff. Blah blah blah. The Yak. Him and I, we were like this, right? Where's the goods? Get the goods. Practiced every day. And he's like, I, I can't. We won. Like, we won. Like, it's shit's flying everywhere. People are partying. You yeah. know how it works. Oh, yeah. We go over, get out of the rink, and you're battling the crowd. We go next door, and then the party's on. Just start pounding the, the beers down. Yeah. And it's giving her. We're champions. You know, you can't. She's on. So we get on the bus and this. Nope. You just keep talking. You shut your video off. You can keep talking though. I can hear you. Whoa. How are you doing on your editing? How am I doing my editing? I don't edit anything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I just send this, dude. It'll be fine. Nobody will even know. But do you remember? Right um, so, Yeah. Mizey uh, got a uh, call from work. Um, he, he, I guess that disconnected the call. So hopefully you don't get any more. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to tell these guys that, uh, well, I can't tell anybody, but yeah. So my phone might roll in and I work with me here. I apologize. Well, hopefully <laughs> it doesn't disconnect us again. Hey, geez, that was aggressive. Where, where was I on my story there? I got, I got you think I know. Story. Yeah. Okay. I'm so all telling... disoriented yeah. now. <laughs> What telling the story. So where are we? We we win we win this we win we win the playoff finals, and we go out on the street in Nottingham. You know, you go out the door where the bus goes over. We go over the bar, start just giving her. We we get on the bus and we're giving her all the way back to Sheffield, right? See, I don't know Sheffield very well. I don't know the town. I don't. I I really don't. So we're an hour hour from Nottingham, basically. 
So the party's on. We're going back to the rink because all the fans are waiting for us, right? Big party. We're going to go on this balcony. And uh, it was a hell of a time. We, as we're getting there, backup goalie Yak, he parties way too fucking hard. Like way too hard. Gives her. He, you look at him, he's why is a ghost. A little young, is he young? Yeah. No, probably a little bit younger than say you or I. Is that right? Okay. He's an old boy. Yeah. Yeah. So we get there and the yak is, well, he's almost dead, right? <laughs> like he's, we got, we, we got to do something with yak. So you call the ambulance, right? So as we get there, we pull up to the rink and all the fans are partying, cheering. Well, you got to be one, one, one. The first thing they see is the ambulance pull up beside the bus, right? They pull out the stretcher, the gurney comes flying, the wheels are going, the bus door opens, and they just cart the yak onto the, the stretcher and put him in the ambulance. All the fans are like cheering, they don't know what to do. So they hook yak up to the IV. So what happens was yak party too hard is what happened. He's a legend in Sheffield to this day because, well, thousands and thousands of people witnessed bus pull up and he got gurneyed into, <laughs> into the ambulance, right? So backup goalies in there. So, of course, the whole team, we all jump in the ambulance and the ambulance is shaking and you bring the trophy and Yak's sitting there, giving a number one and the trophy, the whole team's in there. <laughs> I look back at that, it's like, how else, what else? That's a great story for, for a championship, right? Your backup goalie. <laughs> oh, God. That's what kind of shit happened over there. That was well, awesome. I know, <laughs> right? Like, it's... People don't know these stories. And like when you win shit, <laughs> things get weird, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you're, you're waiting for the bus to show up and then the ambulance comes and the stretcher comes out. But, ah, yeah, so just the, whole, the whole thing. And I think, I think the whole way this all starts with this podcast and stuff is like, I, I like when you, you, once you've won something, you only, you get addicted, right? And you you, you can't yeah. like you, you you can't not win. And like those people that are okay with finishing seventh or eighth place, got you know, good for you, folks. <laughs> <laughs> like um, it's just it's just not fun. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Like did did you get to take a picture in the ambulance with your old team and your and your backup goalie? Let's, up to an IV, give it another one. <laughs> well, like, let's just say when I wanted Germany, I checked YouTube for a, a few months afterwards to make sure nothing got yeah. out because <laughs> there was no social media yet. But yeah. we're, we're, luck, I, we're lucky. Yeah. yeah. We're lucky. <laughs> yeah. We got to live a whole yeah. different life because when I wanted <laughs> Germany, I <laughs> there's a certain few people that have some funny stories about me let's just say i woke up with a a pizza on me <laughs> uh without a bite taken upside down <laughs> naked <laughs> that's a yeah but hey you're you're a champion what's the matter that's what champions do i woke up with a full pizza on me upside down like <laughs> like pepperoni and cheese on top of me Ah, naked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you have. There you go. When you woke up, you had a pizza, right? Hey, guess what though? Yeah. I'm still a Deutsche Meister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Where are we? We haven't even got to Calgary yet. God damn it. Stop hanging up on me, okay? 
Yeah, I won't. You're so the reason we're going. Done. You're the reason we're going so slow. That's all right. Some, some somebody's calling for a for a big truck right now, and I just have side click them there. I can. Yeah, you, to you probably could be else. making tons of money. You're yeah. like, nah, never mind. Nah, never mind. I'm in the shed I'm with Molly. <laughs> it's funny you're laughing because it's actually true. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah, but we're going back to good old days. <laughs> okay, here we go then. Um, so after you play four games in the show, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It sucks getting sent back down. We never talk about that. Oh yeah, it was kind of up and down. I I got called up lots that year. And didn't play. Is that right? Like so really you're getting show dough. So you're going yeah. up and getting the show dough. Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, that whole year, that was a weird year. Um, I think they were kind of like right in the mix too. So you were always there calling just to be they're banged up just to be sure, right? But uh, yeah, we could we could talk about this forever. Like I had a weird, weird travel experience. Like, remember one time we're sitting at a team event, and I, I promise I won't keep rambling on with this. But it, ship keeps coming back, right? Oh, I know that's remember. what happens. So you got to go with it. You just go with at, it, and then we'll go to whatever country where we go. I'm at a team event, and uh, it's like. Honestly, I know word of a lie, like 11.30 at night, and the night has just been a full night of celebration. We're raising money, and Randy Cunnyworth, I got I to gotta have to sit down and have a talk with Randy again someday. Comes up, he's like, oh, there, partner. Better put that one away. <laughs> they called you up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, of course, they call you up for the next day against Montreal. So you're They call there. you up when you're pretty well in the bag. Yeah, in the bag. So, of course, night's over. Instantly instantly sober adrenaline yeah in. oh yeah i'm out of here just Smell so happen, later yeah, yeah just so happened the worst snowstorm on the planet that night happens in rochester i get and this is i this is ridiculous this is a true story the worst snowstorm on the planet a guy literally i don't know if that's true story though you said yeah. true story but it's the biggest <laughs> i just want to know like i'm not making this shit up i get to the airport and there's one flight going out and the rest are canceled. Explain that to me. I don't know. This guy, here's why, why I'm leaving and gives up his flight for me. Gets me on the plane because they said after this plane, this, the, it was in a location where they could get it out. The rest were snowed in. And then this, this fellow said, here, take my seat, right? Like he's going, you're going out to play in the NHL. I'm in no rush. So I jump on this, this plane that this guy passed up. Shout out and, to you, big guy. Whoever yeah, that I wish was. I would have got your name. Uh, I, and so we start fly, we start flying, and as we're going, we're pulling we're, and we're we're flying straight into Florida. There's a monsoon over. Sorry, in my truck. Sorry, my wife is is stopping our podcast. Oh, it's okay. Um, I just remember when you say who edits this. <laughs> nobody yeah exactly so that's probably it too it's I got oh a it's all going time. it's all being sent whatever's in the truck it's all sent <laughs> so i got a monsoon in florida they can't land the plane so now i got the second weather they take me to the bahamas and they land the plane and we're not allowed to land but we run out of fuel because we're flying around up there we sit there they got guns pointed at the plane i haven't ate today yet I sit there on the runway because we can't get off because we don't have a flight order. Finally, we leave. I get there. 
just in time. I, I mean, I'm, I figured I was going to go to the hotel, change my clothes, have everything ready to go for the game, should have enough time. I get there. I'm in jeans and like an Ed Hardy t-shirt. That's the, the NHL. <laughs> show up for an NHL game because I just show up and they're on the ice for warm-up. I get, I'm walking in. They're coming off the ice. I'm sitting there in my jeans and Ed Hardy t-shirt. And <laughs> Ruslan Soleil is like, oh, my Z, what the fuck? <laughs> I played that game with no warm-up. True story. <laughs> uh, how'd the game you think, go? You think, right. Yeah, you think I'm in the show. Yeah, show up with jeans and Ed Hardy t-shirt. Didn't warm up, played the game. And the funny ritual. thing is, is like when you grow up, especially as like a little Canadian boy, like you think the NHL is this thing where like people are different. People are like tall or strong or faster. Like you think it's this weird world and they're all the same fucking people we are, right? Like yeah. they're just oh, normal yeah. people that actually got to make it. And and uh, like that's my problem was like when I got close, I I just I shot the bed and there's when you look back on it, it was my fault. There was no doubt about that. Like um, I was, I guess, intimidated by people like you and your long blonde hair (laughs) (laughs) and your six foot three good looks. (laughs) That's all right, man. I still showed up for shit with Ed Hardy and jeans. Yeah. And then you play in the NHL. God damn. I look back now. That's I, hockey, I still, though. Thank you yeah. for that story. The pod needed that. Like Ed Hardy jeans and <laughs> no warm up. <laughs> never ate either. Yeah. How'd you play? Pretty good. I think I never had time to even, never even sunk in. Like uh, that's the first time you want to talk about a specimen, big, strong flow, Kovalev. That night, I got to see Kovalev for the first time in my life. Alexi? Oh, boy. Remember him? Alexi oh, Kovalev? Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about big, So that you're strong, playing, what, Montreal? Montreal. You want to talk about a big, strong I specimen? I can't believe you. Like, you played against uh, Montreal, and then you played against me with the Beatingham Steelers. Like, Yeah, but at least I, when we played against each other, say, in Germany, at least I showed up for the game with a suit. I didn't just show up with Ed Hardy and a red. I didn't show up for a. I didn't show up in a suit one time in Germany. We didn't wear suits. Yeah, we wore we wore jeans and a t-shirt. I wore whatever the fuck I wanted. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Team. team So basically, you were you were dressing like you're going to the second league German game, but you're in the (laughs) NHL. (laughs) No, you just you just reminded me back then. I don't think I did wear that. I wore I wore fucking jeans and a shirt too. The only yeah. the only team in the league that was legit for a while was the Castle Huskies because they would give out team jackets with a little logo. Yeah, that's yeah, pre- yeah. pretty legit. But nobody else was like, "Yeah, we'll wear jeans and hoodies, and yeah, we'll just come <laughs> <to> hockey." <laughs> See you there. <laughs> Still a shit ton of people showed up for those games, though. Wasn't like, it fun? Hey? Yeah, yeah, they, those buildings were crazy. Um. Okay. So. Jeez, we're not doing very good for time here, are we? That's all right, man. You could you could dodge a couple of years too. We start telling these old stories. You want me to bundle them up here? Sure. I yeah. Well, Whatever all right. Here we go. Well, I don't really care if people want to <laughs> shut it off. They can shut it off. I really don't give a fuck. Um, 
where are we? You're in, you, you already played there. So now um, you go to, you leave the Florida rampage. No, what? <laughs> Florida <Yeah>. Panthers. <laughs> Florida Panthers. I get traded. Did you get, is that what, that's sorry. I was trying the to. Only, the only trade in my career. I've never, I never got traded off a team. I can say that. That's one thing I take pride in. Never got traded. Got traded once in off season. That's it. I, I also never, I also never got traded. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. No, that means something. Never, ne- never got traded. I got traded for a guy who won the Stanley Cup, Stephen Reinfeldt. Remember Stephen Reinbrecht? Yeah. Well, but the yeah. thing is, the guys that played in North America that get traded, those guys get traded for whatever reason. But, like, the guys in Europe where you start switching teams and, like, like it, you know, just don't do it too often, folks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I would say that's the first time I was traded. Go to Phoenix, Florida, Phoenix, make a trade. I go to San Antonio, Texas. Bam. Loved San Antonio, beautiful city. That year, I don't know, didn't go over that well. I don't know, it was because our, our apartments were right beside the golf course. Don't know if that <laughs> I had Are you a golfer? Thing. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm kind of, sh- I'm shitty. I don't have enough time to play as much as I want. When it comes to anything, if I take the time with it and I actually get to do it, I get better as we go, right? Kids take away from the golf. I understand. I totally understand. <laughs> so when I, but I don't get that. to golf much, so I've been trying to pod as much as I can. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I try to improve at talking to people because I don't get to golf. <laughs> so this this year is a resemblance of you know that when you had to look at that mirror and the reality check. Like this is that reality check year for me. What so year like are we in? What I, I don't I, I don't know. This is my. Oh, when you got traded to San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. This is when you, when you do. Yeah. You're right. You make a resurrection. Yeah. Make a resurrection. Fifth year pro a bad, have a bad year. And now I'm, I'm like, what, what this, after this year, it's like, I'm fucked. And and that's because you think of the golf courses, like that's your fifth year pro. Fifth year (laughs) pro is a tough time to start being a full timer, right? Yeah, no, I'm I'm just trying to make a f- excuse for having such a bad season. Don't get me wrong, I cared a lot, but just wasn't working for me that year. Nothing fit. And uh a new organization, that, you new don't organization have your role, your it changes everything, man. Everybody's new, everything's different. Yeah. And it's like you're, when I changed organizations, man, like when you're comfortable, you're comfortable. When you're playing hockey and you're comfortable, you play way better. Yeah, no kidding. That's exactly what it was. You just hit the nail right on the head. I just nothing was right that year, right? And uh, after that, I think it's over. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm. North America is over. I go into Europe doing that fucking thing, and uh, it's a lonely, lonely summer that year. I don't get a whole lot of calls. Didn't have a good year. Actually, on my birthday, so it's July twentieth. I signed Pierre Page is in uh, in Red Bull. Yes. Salzburg, right? So I verbally say, "Yeah, that's where I'm going," and uh, it's like clockwork that night. And I should explain to this how my relationship with the Sutter family is. Like Dwayne Sutter, this he calls and he's like, "Are you ready to get your head out of your ass?" And I'm like, uh, "What?" And at the time, he's with Calgary Flames, and he's like, "The the at the time, I can't remember the because they have Dwayne." And they have Brent, who's the head coach. They have Daryl, 
who's the general manager. So you have the whole crew. They like me because I fit in. I'm their criteria. I'm that small town guy. Yeah. I'm hard Good nose. person that works hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm do anything hawk. to win. Yeah. I'm a Sutter Hawk, right? I take a bullet for those guys to this day. Yeah. And uh, they're so they're playing mind games with me. It's literally my birthday. Dwayne calls, asks me if I'm ready to get my head out of my ass, hangs up the phone. I'm like, what was that about? And then not too long after that, he calls me back. I'm just going to get ready to go for a nice, nice birthday dinner with, uh, with my family. Cause I'm literally getting ready to fly overseas. Like it's over for me. Dwayne calls back. He's like, answer your phone. Daryl's calling you back. And I'm like, what Daryl, like the general manager of the flames. Daryl. <laughs> well, sure, sure. this is a great story. <laughs> God damn. This fun. Yeah. Okay. Keep so, going. So he, hangs up the phone again and then Daryl calls and sure shit that day two-year contract Calgary Flames it's just it's crazy hockey works with that you're down and out think you're you think you're fucked and then one Next team calls you one team calls you and you're kind of like oh dear I I'm feeling it again and then the next guy calls you and you're like holy shit like I got what I wanted yeah, yeah. Oh, and like it's all yeah. about and it's all about your perspective of like what you want and if you truly know where you are as a player and like yeah there's so yeah. much to it right it's so weird and and like so this is the turning point you know what turning point is for me they uh, changed your that that's that's awesome so cool. where are they from around there where's the alberta, yeah you betcha they're viking alberta i'm medicine app they're viking like they still uh live and breathe their their community cattle farming yeah and, and kind you're of fits back the in your area too now that's yeah. cool and uh, so I instantly, um, two, uh, two and a half hours down the road from Calgary. This is my home now. So now I'm living the dream here. So I'm back to the hometown thing, right? Had the Tigers. Now I'm two hours down the road. Now I have, there's an NHL team who signed me. I'm still so far away. Like in my head, whatever, I'm going to the minors and I'm going to do the regular rigmarole, try to have a good camp, try to start strong, maybe get a game or whatever. It's fine, but and you're you know thinking changed? that just because of your past experiences. This past experience, right? I t- I'll tell the story. Like I'll tell the story to my kids, or I'll tell the story about I get into deep into hockey again, or whatever. This is what changed me. Like I made this team at a training camp that year, like right at a camp, down and out. But that whole that whole summer, it didn't matter where I walked, went around town, went to the sports store, or whatever. People would be like, "Well, you're gonna make that team, right? Like you're making that team." I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I guess, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll try, I'll try. But everywhere I went, they'd say, well, you're going to make that team, you make the team. Eventually, I started to believe them. They'd be like, you're going to make the team? I'm like, fuck, I'm going to make that team, I'm gonna make that team. I have a hell of a camp. First game, I remember I run somebody over. Remember Ryan Malone? Saddle yeah. dome, packed house, big Malone comes after me. Just throw my shit off. We fight center ice, go instantly. I got everybody's attention, right? After the game, Daryl comes down and gives me handshake and just he just loved that I was in it, that I was engaged. Then I start scoring. Then I start playing. Now I'm confident. Rest is history. Make the team out of camp. I play right up until December with the team. Like, and I was Holy I was fuck. signed in I was signed in freaking Austria for God's sake. Like in July. <laughs> you know, it's and that's what, that's what really hits home for me was like 
it was me leaving college and going to the AHL and seeing you and your long blonde hair. And like, it was like, if you truly mentally, like the mental side of the game, if you truly deep down believe in yourself and what you're doing, um, the shit you can do is wild. If it's, you're it's wild, right? man. Yeah, it is. But like you had to believe in yourself and you needed all those people to talk you into. <laughs> no, but like, and I was the same way, man. Like I was the same way. And like, if people told me like, ah, you know, you're whatever, like you're way too small or whatever. And you're like, you should just go to Europe. You're like, yeah, you know, I probably should. And then I did really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how just like a, even just a mind frame, it goes a long way, right? Well, it's, it's, it's where you see yourself as a player and um, and if you really truly believe you think you can do it, right? And uh, yep. and you need people to point you that direction sometimes, right? Yeah, damn right. Damn right. So I'll tell that story to the day I die too because that's uh, I believe that if it wasn't for those people convincing me that I was going to play – I probably never would right? When if you don't, yeah. if you go to that camp, not truly like going, like I'm going to go do this for them. And like, I'm going to go do this for whatever. Like it doesn't happen. Right. You, you go there, you play a little different. You maybe don't do quite as much. And like, that's how small the line is in hockey. Right. It is anybody. And I've seen some of the, I've seen some of the best, wildest skills players in Europe, in the minors. Heck, I've seen some of the most talented players I've ever seen in my life that would come up from the East Coast and play in the American League. Guys yeah. can play. And it, it, it doesn't matter whether it's the coast or the NHL. That's such a fine line. Like, it's so close. People that haven't, haven't played won't understand it, but it's tight. And the most skilled players I've ever seen were some guys out of the East Coast League. No, you're right. right. And you're yeah. right. And then there's just the, the little flaw in their game, right? That like, or, or, or it's just yeah. not a coach that like gives them the opportunity, that like gives them the, the chance to puff out their chest and be like, yeah, I am the guy. Like I'm the fucking yeah. guy. Like, let me show you what I can do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it all comes down to that. It, it does. And even in life now you go to your job, and if somebody's got a lot of confidence in you, fuck, you're going to make it work. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny, funny point. Okay. <laughs> All right. We are not even to anywhere where we even met each other. Jeepers. So you played 16 games for Calgary. That's the year, right out of camp, right, right until December. Yeah. No, that's fuck. That is that is incredible, and like it is mental, and it's how hard you work, and it's 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 a lot of it's mental, right? And like, yeah, it's it. It's like when I was picking a team for my under eleven hockey team, right? The players make the decisions for you. It's about how they play. It. it has nothing to do with anything else. It yeah. is the players decide it's not their agents. It's not their parents. It's not their, it, the players will go out there and play and you're like, yeah, he's better than him or right. hundred percent. They're lucky. If, 
if they have you in that role, they're pretty lucky to have you in that role too, because at the end of the day, you've seen it all and you've been on both sides of it too. So. Well, and I, I also, another shout out to my real world life is uh, they support what I'm doing. And, uh, and uh, you know, there's days where I got to leave early to go coach practice or whatever. And I, yeah, haven't let a, you go, yeah? I haven't heard a complaint from anybody yet because <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'm doing my job. So anyways, but like, you know, like, thank you for understanding, right? Like, and the CEO did this for his kids. He was a minor hockey coach for his kids and he gets me. He's the same as me. Um, That's no, because I, whatever people he wants working for him, no, at the end of the day, right? I guess, yeah. It'd be pretty. I mean, it'd be pretty easy just to go do your job and go straight home, right? But that's a whole another ball game that you're doing. You're not on your plate, right? <laughs> there, there, there's something <laughs> going on. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few things, but yeah, no, it's a bit busy. Um, but I feel like I can handle it. Don't forget about the website <laughs> www.aleshockeytales.com. And tip your local podcaster because he will bring on dancers like <laughs> Stefan Meyer every night if you'll pay him enough, folks. And let me tell you, these folks are willing to dance. <laughs> <laughs> what would be your song if you came out? Uh, probably Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. I always thought about that, too. That 100% is what it, what it would be. You thought about what your song would be if you were a stripper? <laughs> well, not, not, not really. But if it ever came down to it, like if it, I really had to do it, it'd probably be that. Okay. Well, how how long have what we would, been talking? What here? would yours be? <laughs> Call me, baby. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, probably. Uh, you thought about it. If I was a stripper, what this is? Yeah, would what would you come out to? What would be your go-to? Um, geez, well, I would have to be. I'm not for everyone because because <laughs> there there's some strange uh, <laughs> there's some strange things going on around here, and uh, you know. <laughs> cheers, Lisa. Thanks for the uh, <laughs> cheers for 86 episodes and <laughs> a lot less than a year. So 86 thanks. episodes and you're finally just figuring out what your stripper song would be now. <laughs> no, I figured it out episode one. That's why it's so long. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seriously, shut up. What season are we in? You're with the Calgary. You were playing in the NHL last time we talked about your career. Yeah, yeah. You went right after that. You know where I go? Remember? remember no, that, no, actually, no, that's my question. Okay, ready? I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready again. I'm focused. So you play 16 games. You're there for December. You sent down. Then you start to realize you're not getting called back up and you're on a two-year deal. So you're six games into the next season. You're like, ah, I'm not getting called back up. I'm too old. So you hit the Swedish Elite League for the big now, money. Now we're going back. We're going to go back to where we talked about that veteran rule now, right? Yeah. So this is the new. You with this the is veteran rule. So yeah. So this is the new. This is the new era of veterans now, right? So now you only have three that can play, right? So we got guys like myself. Remember, Rydas Ivanins. 
Like we got some good, good veterans. You can only have and, three uh, instead of five. And there's yeah, there's so there's six of us there. You can only play three. And this is those smart suit fellas telling yeah. like coaches and GMs like it's not about you. It's not about winning that season. Yeah, it's about, so now it's we're, about building we're players. We're yeah, breeding players. So yeah, why was breeding? This... What's a breeding pool instead of being a team and trying to win with good players, right? So now why was this not fucking there when I was trying to play on a team with only eight spots as a young guy, right? So I kind of played in some eras that were, were pretty fucked. So back then I was a young guy. Nobody cared to develop yet because you got to be the old or young. Whoever's playing better be the best players there ready to play, right? Yeah. So now I'm there. There's a bunch of veterans. Remember Hawk and Lou? You've got to remember Hawk and Lou. I know the Calgary name. Flames. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think 50 goal score for Calgary Flames at one time, like a like a folk legend in Calgary. He's the general manager of Faringstad, Swedish Elite League. This league is for real. This is an absolutely for real league. Oh, so, yeah, it is. Yeah, they got an abundance of players, of veteran guys that are in Calgary that they got to they, they, they gotta pass on, right? In order to trade a veteran now, in this the way the American Hockey League is now, you have to trade for another one because everybody's got veteran problems, right? So they give a list of all these vet, the veteran guys that they're probably willing to possibly move like, move to Sweden. And they're, they're saying, we're sending a list, blah, blah, there. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to pick me. Sure shit, right? Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, would you like to go to the Swedish Elite League? And I'm looking like, uh, okay, what's the catch? So I actually, now I got two contracts going on here. That ends up working like pretty good. Oh, it's that's good. Play, right. So I have one contract going and I go over to Sweden and I have another contract there, which the, the money in Sweden is very good. I like, could hardly get one contract. Yeah. Good for you. So I got two going right now and one actually expires and then takes over. I'm still Calgary property. And we get over there. This is private jets, everything. It's like playing the NHL, a different country, right? Little do I know that it's the most serious league on the planet. Like, yeah. I get there right at Christmas time. Dude, I've seen them. <laughs> yeah, it's hell week. I go, we run three miles. I get there. We're northern Sweden. Everybody is flying around. Like, it's insane. Three-mile run, a practice, like a hard practice. I think it's over. Everybody's speaking Swedish. I don't know what's going on. We go up and eat, restaurant upstairs, come back down. We do a spin class, like hard. They got your number and jersey on a on a oh yeah. Um, they're the they're testing heart your heart rate. rate yeah. Oh, they're watching everything. Do that yeah. for an hour. I've done all this all day. Get downstairs, they're putting their equipment back on, going out for another practice. So after that, I'm like, fuck, we got to be done. Finish off with a three-mile freaking cool down, too. It was. Oh, that's just the jog to cool insane. down. Yeah, that's yeah, just so to feel good tomorrow, right? Yeah, you fucking donkeys. You think I run three miles, miles for fun? <laughs> yeah, fuck. But you know what? By the end of that year, oh, man, I could play. Like, you're in such good shape. You're giving her. Dude. I come yeah. home. Oh, 
my crazy talking me. to people. Yeah. You should have seen me when I went to the second league of Germany with this crazy motherfucker made me <laughs> run around a track like crazy for a month. <laughs> and I was in such good shape. I just dominated the second league yeah. of Germany. But like how good a, how good of a player were you in really good shape? Right? Yeah, man. Like, it's it's bad. real, it's hockey's pretty easy when yeah. you're in really good shape. <laughs> It's true. It's hard so true. to do though. <laughs> it is. You know, it's tough to say. It's it's tough to say. It's a that lifestyle way. though. That's what these young punks have to realize is like they don't get to have fun like we did, right? Yeah, those days are over. They're over. Like the best players in the world, you keep seeing Connor and they and don't all those do what guys we do. do. Yeah. No, we're a dying breed, man. She's over. Those <laughs> days are over. <laughs> but fuck it was fun, eh? It was. I wouldn't trade it for the world, right? But we'll let some. We'll let the new generation speed the game up and do. So all that's that how speed. you got to Sweden. Bundle it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you go there, and that's where our our spider webs cross, right? So I've never met you other than Rochester, Syracuse, and I'm like, well, that guy's like a real prospect. I'm really not. Um, and then you show up in Schwinnigan for the Wild Wings with Al Levy. Like I was like, this guy played in the <laughs> NHL, and now they're fucking bringing in these people. Like, fuck off! Like this is my honey hole. Leave me alone. Well, and then, you know what? That was the lockout. Remember that lockout year? That was that year. Oh, that's when that was. Oh, yeah. God. So there was no spots open. Everybody was panicking. And, and thank God I signed. signed the deal I signed when I did. Yeah. Like I signed it before the lock out really happened, right? And I was yeah. fine. Yeah. And they they would have been kicking themselves for months because they signed me. Yeah. I wish and of all my years, I had a blast in Schwinnigan. I did. Like we should have we should have won that. Like it was so close to the finals, right? Oh how many games was it? Oh well, I can't remember what it what, what it was. Like but we went right to the finals and who the hell did we lose to that year? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about it. Oh God. But Hey, you know what though? It was the, the Slovenian kid. imports that they yeah. brought in instead of me in beating Heim. Yeah. And they yeah. did. They they brought, instead they did instead of me, up. they brought in the Rodman brothers. And when you look at their career, they're pretty hot shit too. So yeah, you know, you know what? Yeah. You know what? They're but pretty, you know what though? At the end of the day, when I look back at that, that fit and with the lockout, now you're talking about that, it, and I waited, I waited, then nobody wanted to sign because they thought they were going to get this filtered down on these players. And Schwinnigan, they all, man, the money was really good. The incentive to go there was good. I was a way better player than the way I played and the way that I was used, right? And then uh, who was as the year went on. Who was your – who was your coach there? I had that actually his name was Stefan Meyer. <laughs> what? You can believe it. He was he was like a uh, he was an Italian uh, German and his name was spelled, the same as yours? It was spelled completely different. But yeah, that, that was his name, if you can believe it. <laughs> um, that is fucking weird. <laughs> it was fun. yeah, it was pretty fucked up. But hey, it was great, man. I we had good. I met some awesome people. Why uh, uh, I had Whitey was on my team, um, and I okay. Had but no, no. What the question I actually wanted to ask though is, you're in the Swedish Elite League. What? How? How do you? 
then like the day you actually like sign the contract, like, yes, I'll sign the second league in Germany. Um, yeah. How did yeah. you decide to do that? I should never have done it. I, I right, kinda, because then I, you're putting yourself down to my league. You betcha. I should never. Yeah, have you don't I, fucking I, I, come down to my leagues. Fuck off. <laughs> Go I do your thing, rest. man. You're too tall. You're too big. You're yeah. too good looking. The way I played, I should have just went and found my niche role and waited for a. I had some. I had some. How else would I have met you, man? We like at the end of the day, I hadn't seen you. <laughs> I hadn't seen you since Syracuse. We had to run into each other eventually. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. be on the pod if you wouldn't have yeah. came that way. <laughs> wow, well, we would have crawled. We at yeah. least we got to meet up again. You'd be like all those yeah. AHL players that are just waiting for someone to call them. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to meet up in the best league in the world at the end. At the uh, end of the no, yeah. but you're right. It is the best league in the world. And uh, 100%. No, you're right. Like it was, God, it was fun. Fuck, I hope it's still the same. I hope they can't take it. They can't take those. That's the reason why guys would come. They got it. Yeah, it's getting serious. Yeah, it's a market. But you still got to allow that. I look back now. I'm so happy I did it. It was finally for three years. I got to have a little bit of release. I got to have a little bit more fun. I got to score some goals. I got to drink some beer after. I got to bring my kids in. I got to go on the ice. That's when I look back. All the good shit. Nothing was better than having your kids out there on the ice. Fans, to this day, like, I treat you like gold. Eh? Like those were oh, there's days. nothing like it. Like, yeah. that, you're right. It's the best league in the world. And, like, you got agents saying it's the most underrated league. But, like, I just hope they don't change their morals and, like, what it's about. Like, when I went to Cardiff, Todd said, like, I don't care if you lose seven, nothing. I don't care if you, you're going out to that bar and you, whether you lose seven, nothing, or you win seven, nothing, you're either going to celebrate or you're going to lose with the fans and you're going to go out there and you're going to meet them and you're going to get to know them. And I was like, I am so fucking into this. This is exactly (laughs) what I want. I'm like, if I lose, if we lose, I'll fucking come out here and tell you it fucking sucks. And if if we win, let's fucking have yeah. some drinks. <laughs> and Todd, Todd's a smart man. He's been around for a long time. Because the people that you're you're intertwining with and you're meeting after whether you win or lose are the people that are why you're there. Like they're the ones at the end of the day, you need their support. You need them for teams like that to flourish, right? Well, and, I, uh, it's yeah. a business. And that's the way they have to run their business there. You know, they have some sponsorships, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, the fans keep those teams alive, right? Well, and those those Cardiff Devils fans were the the – they were – like you go on the back of the bus with them and you're like, yeah, you guys are all – you guys all are different. And you know what? So am I. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we're all on the back of the bus together and none of us are normal. It, but like whatever. It's fine. Yeah. We're a lot, yeah. We're a lot similar than you think, right? Yeah. <laughs> put this yeah. Shit on, yeah. You think just because we're <laughs> skating on the ice, you think we're different than you? <laughs> and that, <laughs> and that was one of my biggest moments was leaving college hockey and going to pro, and I guess, like, I guess seeing guys like you and other guys that were drafted high and had had different, 
I guess, careers until that point was that like, I was like, I don't belong with these people. I don't, I've never been around these people. And then when you play, you play that way. You're like, well, I don't fit in or I'm not good enough. And then if you actually deep down in your brain think like, fuck this, I'm better than you. And I'm going to, and it was like me and you battling each other. And it was like slashing each other in the back of the legs. Like, no, my team's better this year. And you're like, no, my team's better this year. And I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) right. Yeah. Well, I agree. Cause you, but you actually get, you, you really gave, you gave a shit about your team. Right. Because Every guy on the team, right? Because it's because like, if you're not winning that game, like your whole week changes. Absolutely. Yeah. Tuesday practice sucks. Wednesday practice sucks. And Thursday you're like, okay, like let's fucking (laughs) figure this out here. But like come the next week, like if it stays the same, you're like, fuck this, like fuck you guys. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. I think I think we lived a lot of the same story when it came to over there. We both played on some good teams too, which actually made it probably fun. Right. Yeah. No, when you went to Schwinn again, I was like, they're fucking signing fucking these guys now. And I'm like, (laughs) and then you got you and Levitt and like, you guys are beating me. And I'm like, I don't got it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went to Denmark and then I was like, okay, I got it again. I can beat these guys. (laughs) That's a good, they're like, they don't even want me back. (laughs) <laughs> better go to the best league of the world yeah and that's where we all ended up and you know what <laughs> guys like us from where we're from and who we are like it is the the most fun hockey league you will ever play and you get paid you could get school paid for you can get beers in the room you can meet some of the best fans in the world you can visit some of the best cities in the world like it is fucking crazy isn't it absolutely absolutely one phone call i it'd be boom people be running to help you out where it's like whoa 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 like don't you don't have to do that for me but they wanted to because they they just love their team and they love the players right well and that's and that's what it's all about and like not i mean i guess i'm gonna have to try and do this at the end of like every episode right i think We've talked enough, right? It's been a long fucking time. It's almost 11 o'clock. How long do these usually go? Am I one of the longer ones or am I babbling on too much or what? No, I no, I think we're fine. Um, I just, my notes, I have an idea where they're going to go. Yeah. Then you fall into the pocket and you're like, geez, <laughs> here we go. You never know where they're going to go. But well, like, no, seriously, time- dude, like we, we battled in every league we played in and like, I don't know. I I respected the way you played. You weren't flopping like Levitt, fucking pussy. <laughs> the Russian tourist, yeah. yeah no. <laughs> you, you, you were going to take the slashes on the back of the legs as hard as I was going to, and we were... <laughs> we were going to stand in front of each other and see who was going to win each year, and like, yeah, it was it was fun, man. Like, and... Uh, and then, like, when I hear you have all the same friends as I do, and, like, when I when I put it out there, you're coming on, and, like, Saltz is right to me, like, one of the best guys I've ever met. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. And, like, it's just interesting that, like, they're small towns. They're, 
they're real stories and uh yeah i'm still i'm still mad you still assaults you from me at the end of the day so that's still that's still well i'm still i'm kind i kind of feel bad that like after i stole them like i didn't even use them right you like, didn't even get to use them, i didn't right? even get to were... do my thing with them like he didn't at least even... you got to run his power plane i guess at the end of the day hopefully you were good to him <laughs> well we had a couple you know we had a couple yeah. ideas that were a little different i was like geez you're so good looking and so tall like you said right in front of the goalie and he was like well i don't want to and i'm like well you should <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you got to make sure we keep in touch and I'll send you some, some local beers here. You send me some beers the boys got there. Hey. A, a gentleman's deal. You know what? Like this is, it's like DG said to me on one of the first episodes, he's like, when you can look back on all the shit we've put ourselves through and all the stuff we did and you can have a laugh and a joke about it, like yourself and I were... <laughs> we competed about as hard as you could compete um what whatever league it was in it was uh take no prisoners and uh it was nice getting to know you tonight and your kids you betcha. and all that you know you betcha and thanks for taking me back i haven't thought a whole lot about it because life gets so busy i know you know how it is so it's good to be brought back into it and, and uh you know a lot of the that's all we have look at the end of the day we got our lives now with our family and our kids that we do every day but uh, it's good to get back and get back to, you know, those real good days that you don't even think about as much as you should, because it's probably the best days of our life up until now. Right. So, well, and then you should. think about like the other thing is you think about like what I'm going through with the parents now and like all the different decisions they got to make of like what's best for their children and like all that shit. Right. And that's like, like we're just all trying to do our best and we're all trying to figure out what's right you know yeah exactly exactly well you'll figure it out you're a smart hockey guy you played you played because you were smart so i'm well, sure you, when it comes to coaching you know well, if you ask andrew lord it was because of the power play <laughs> and this has been another episode of two ales and hockey tales <laughs> with mizey and wally <laughs> Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott from I'm a gold band. I'm like Pete Southdown, Van Van. I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad joke at the wrong time. If I'm a legend of my own mind, I'm good for some, but I'm not for